This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey guys, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Welcome to this pot Brand new week It's like 100 degrees right now it is, things are heating up on Bravo. It's, you know, it is summer everywhere. Um, you know, it's crazy to think about. Like, of course, everyone wants to be at this point in their office just for a sense of normalcy. But I have to say, can you imagine being on the subway platform like in this heat? No, I mean, I, I took the subway over the weekend and I already was like melting. I went to get a haircut. I took the subway to get there. And it's one of those things where even though they wash your hair when you get there, you still feel like you want to look presentable. <laughs> and so I'm like, I don't know. I always I always have that feeling where it's like, I don't want to look like felt a, that way. <laughs> I don't want to look like a sweaty mess when I walk into the salon. So I'm like on the subway all already like thinking about I'm like, oh my God, like am I sweating? Like I You have like, to get a fan. Yes. Like a one of those portable fans. I should, and oh my god, I should get one of the ones that has like a spray bottle attached to it, so I can yeah. mix myself. And you're like, you're at a day camp, like all the all the little kids at camp. I have the one that plugs into my phone battery, like it's it's such a tiny little fan, and it's so powerful, but it Barry, uses your phone battery. That nothing's easy. Barry, Wait, those what? were the those were the we got those at our Betches staycation last year. Those were like what? our. They were like yeah, because little, of me. <laughs> I definitely like, still, I think I took two and maybe one of them is still on my desk in the office. It's so good. It works really to, well. I should be able to find one somewhere and that is a very good idea. Honestly, maybe I'll try and get my electric bill down and just uh, use that in bed instead of my AC. Speaking of electric bill, actually, my bill, oh me or my roommate have not been at our apartment, obviously, for like four months. And... Well, you know, we've been there here and there, but we haven't been really living there. And our bill came this month and was like double the amount. And like, we haven't used our air conditioner. We haven't been there. So it made zero sense. But apparently they're doing, um, Con Ed, yeah, I'm going to call you out, Was <laughs> is doing it based on last year's number. Oh, you told me that, that they like just estimated. I did. Oh yeah. Well, we got it. We got it fixed and they sent an updated bill and we overpaid and our bill for this month is $7. Oh my God. My bill for this month is not $7, but also we paid all the, uh, we paid it. So like, it's not like that cool. We just like, we overpaid, but imagine your bill every month is $7. That would be, I would be buying myself a Chanel bag like every month. Just yeah, kidding. like that is definitely money, how but. you save. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have the Shaws of Sunset Reunion Part 2 to talk about today. But before we get to that, I want to talk about some Instagram 
drama that went down yesterday that maybe was not that big of a deal. So <laughs> that's a funny that, way of like, that's the best way to introduce a topic. Um, it's so, really accurate too. So Lala Kent and one Randall Emmett engaged couple were supposed to be married in April before the world ended. They are currently in Puerto Rico together, finishing up Randall's movie that they were shooting before the pandemic, which is starring Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. They met on the set of Randall's movie. Fun fact. I can totally tell this movie's probably going to be so good. Definitely. So they're all in the sarcasm in my voice. (laughs) Yes. So they're all in Puerto Rico together right now. And then yesterday, Lala deleted all of her photos on Instagram with Randall in them and posted on her story. I'm going to read the message. Dear God, it is I who has made my life a mess. I have done it, but I cannot undo it. My mistakes are mine, and I will begin a searching and fearless moral inventory. I will write down my wrongs, but I will also include that which is good. I pray for the strength to complete the task. So what? Like what? So okay, when she posted that, the two kind of immediate thoughts were: Is she? Are she and Rand? Did something happen with her and Randall? Right. Or did something happen with her sobriety? And we didn't know any details, but like all the photos got deleted, which was just weird. And people were pointing out that they didn't follow each other on Instagram. But fun fact: they never have followed each other on Instagram, and they've yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Um, It's funny, though, whenever somebody has, whenever there's, like, rumors or drama with any kind of celebrity pairing, people are always like, "Mm." they unfollowed each other. And it's like, no, 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 no. They they haven't followed each other in months, if not Can you imagine not following your significant other? Like, I stalk people who I'm not even dating. So imagine the people that, the person, not people, the person that you are dating not fun. That's kind of, I don't know. It's just weird. To I me. like, I respect the idea that they're like, oh, it's better. But it's like, do you not just look at their profile anyway? Like, and what do you mean it's, it's better than do you not trust each other? Like, what do you mean? You're right, adults. I think, I think Lala has said that it's toxic for them to follow each other. And it's like, okay, but like, That's you're not still normal. seeing all the pictures and stuff. I don't yeah. know. Um, <laughs> but so anyway, uh, then after that, Randall later in the day posted a photo of Lala with his two kids and said, like, all is well or happy. Um, and it was an, it was a photo from May that he had posted before, which a lot of people were like, it's an old picture. And it's like, okay, he still posted it. Today. Right, exactly. And then um, on his story, they were, like, on a boat together. Randall's mom is in Puerto Rico right now. They were with the kids. And then um, just... Within the last hour, Lala posted a photo of them kissing each other and said, y'all, we didn't break up. I'm petty. So when he pisses me off, his photos go to the archive. I, then I re-add them. I mean, I have this dude's name tattooed on my arm. He's stuck with me. And you, you made a funny point about the, uh, the tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I commented and said, uh, Jax also had Stasi's tattoo name, um, name tattooed on his arm. And now everyone's like, either agreeing or disagreeing with me. One girl I ha- is really funny. This Sarah Ellis was like, she, she wrote, but after they already had been broken up for a year and he was desperate to get her back, the Tom still have their Bubba and Bacon A butt tattoos and those relationships. And then she said, so the tattoo record is currently three and one. <laughs> Which I, thought it's it, it's, I mean, it's true. It's, 
It's funny because I, I appreciate the pettiness of Lala. I, it's funny because I don't particularly, I'm not like a huge Lala fan in terms of the show, but I have somehow become invested in their relationship. In her would, life. <laughs> and I would actually be like fairly upset if they broke up. Um, I, I, I wouldn't be upset, but like, I feel like they've put a lot of effort into this relationship. So in that sense, it would be, I would be surprised. Surprised. I would be more surprised if they broke up than like Brittany and Jax. Well, I mean, Dylan, (laughs) if Brittany and Jax broke up, I would go on with my day without even like a pause. I I would literally look at the notification and be like, oh. Oh, oh, so surprised it took so long. Sorry. Um, (laughs) Don't apologize. Uh, Okay, so all is good, all is well in La La and Rand land, I guess. Uh, I want to know when they're going to get married because, you know, who knows when weddings are going back to normal. So are they just going to do like a little... A little micro wet, a mini money, perhaps. Perhaps, but you know what? Now that all these couples, I know a lot of breakups and get togethers happen on movie sets, but if I need to get mm-hmm. on a movie set to meet my boyfriend, future husband, sign me up, Randall. Sign me up. You should, oh my gosh, you should get cast in a Randall Emmett film and then hopefully he can. He can do a movie that has like three <laughs> eligible actor men in it. And so Wait, you'll why don't you set. write the movie, Dylan? And Randall okay. will produce it and I will star in it. Oh my God. <gasps> Manifest it. This is happening. And there'll be like it'll be like a Mamma Mia situation where there are like three guys in the not like okay. the story, but there'll be okay. like three guys. And so then when you're on the set, you have like three choices of who you want to have <laughs> a fling. Okay. With. This isn't like so bad. Okay, coming to theaters 2022. Um... <laughs> we have to gear. Okay. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences Every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Shaw's part two could have easily been cut down to just like Shaw's part one and a half. You know? Oh my gosh, yes. This could have totally been... Honestly, they should have just done one 90-minute episode or one regular hour and cut out the bullshit and like make it like a good legit reunion 
guys, we okay, talked so, about the same fight for two hours. If you combine both episodes, the same fight. Right. I feel like overall, it's like there in the first half, there was like one little segment about Mike and Paulina and one mm-hmm. little segment about Nima and Gigi. And then half of it was about Reza and MJ. Right. And then part two, the whole thing was about Reza and MJ. They even, and, I've never seen that. They made the cast members leave. I was like, wow. I don't think they've ever done, I mean, I guess it makes more sense that it's easier to do with the virtual reunion, but still, I don't think they've ever done that where they had <gasps> full-time yeah. cast members exit. Imagine it was in premises. real life and they just made everyone like go behind stage. <laughs> right, ima- imagine it real, at a Housewives reunion, Andy being like, okay, Nini, go. Nini, Kenya, get out. Like, um, that's so weird. Also, it was funny because Gigi was like, can I watch? And I'm, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going to, like, right? cut your computer off. But also, Dylan and I made a fun drinking game last night. There were two versions of it. We could drink anytime <laughs> MJ or anyone got up out of their seat because that happened so often that you would be blacked out by the time the reunion was over. And the other one was drink anytime MJ mentioned how much blood she lost and how many different versions she said. Okay, so a little quiz. Which is you. obviously nothing to joke about, but like in this sense, we can joke okay. about it. But no, but I think, and even Mike and other people on the show have made this point that it's nobody is minimizing Correct. or making light of what specifically she went through, but she right. is 100% using it, 100%, which is close to the amount of blood supply that she lost. <laughs> um, she's using it as a way to deflect from the actual issues that are being discussed. And it's like, okay, everybody knows mm-hmm. that you almost died and had two thirds of your blood supply out of, outside of your body. Like nobody is questioning anything about her medical stuff. That was never an issue. But when you're talking about who was talking to Ali Ashouri and who was spreading the blah, 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 blah. And it seems pretty clear that MJ had some role in that, whether it's, Mm -hmm. you know, the better version or the worst version for her to just get up in the camera and start yelling about being six hours at Cedar sinai almost dying on the table. It's like, you're deflecting. You're, it's, and you're missing like what the point of this argument is. It's not It reminds that. me, it reminds me almost on um, Real Housewives of Dallas when anytime Leanne would get confronted about something, she would just start crying about her childhood. <laughs> like it's a very different, it's a very different scenario, but just the kind of like deflection yeah. and clear kind of trying to get the sympathy card. And it's like, MJ, I don't, I don't dis, I don't dislike MJ. I don't think she's, totally wrong in this situation but it's like come on we get it yeah um it was funny though what go ahead go ahead i was just gonna say that it was interesting because Gigi hardly spoke this episode she owned this this the only thing she said you know how i feel about bad digs like I, i hate it so much it's so like if you're gonna like if you're gonna like offend someone like do it full out don't like stutter or something and she was like out of the blue she was like oh like mj was talking and she was like just hurry up like you sound like you're like a hundred years old i was like wow gg that was you know that was was, it was funny because andy andy was andy kept telling people to let her finish talking about mj right when mj was (laughs) the only one talking (laughs) And so like that, it was like, it was fair that Gigi pointed that out, but then it's like, okay, but then 
let her fin like let her speak. Right, like she cut her off like while trying to say finish, but it was so also dragged out. And she's like, "You sound like you're old." Like God, I'm going hurry up. and I have listening to you talk. Yeah, I think it's in- it's weird because so there are like six or seven people in the cast of this show, and they made it so clear through this reunion that we really only need to care about two of them. And I feel <laughs> like that's a really tough if you're thinking about if they were to do a next season, what would the cast look like, blah, 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 blah. I feel like it's a really tough way to kind of set it up to basically be like, okay, the rest of you can go. The whole season really just boils down to this one issue. They were really doing it because all these two, I agree with you, but all these two have been doing is bickering and they were saying in a way Mike is a good mediator, which by the way, he didn't mediate this conversation. But- We've we've even said that when the season was on, which was months ago, that the original shots, like I miss the original like cast. They were like friends. They were new. It was like a nice vibe, even though there were fights. And now it's just so freaking random that like it's there's no connection really. And it's it's interesting because even then, when it got down to just the two of them, and Mike was there, but like who cares? when it was just the two of them, they still were just yelling over each other. And especially Reza would say like two words and MJ would immediately be calling him a liar and saying he's fake and whatever. And I think the frustrating thing was that the reason this reunion was anticipated was because it's like, okay, we're finally going to get to the bottom of it. We're going to sort things out. Will they make up? Won't they make up? And it really didn't seem like either of them came ready to work through anything they Mm -hmm. came ready to they came ready to yell and with their digs and stuff but like there really was no resolution and the only kind of quote-unquote resolution we got was after the fact yeah the last the last 10 minutes of this was so strange to me at least so basically the reunion ended with, with Vita. Of- we saw Vita. Vita. Vita came on. It was very sweet. I thought it was really strange that he didn't bring back the full cast. He was like, he was like, <laughs> MJ and Reza, each say one thing that you miss about your friendship with the other. Okay, thanks, guys. And then G- <laughs> we never saw Gigi and Nima and Destiny again. And I was like, okay, guess they're gone. And then Destiny probably was like naked by that point. She was like, yeah, I'm not putting my dress back on. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at 
honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin-D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin-D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin-D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. So then we cut to afterwards, like a real scene that has been shot by a camera crew. Four weeks later, it said four weeks later. And Reza just happens to be in his robe making coffee with cameras there. You're right. With what cameras like, there? Ugh. Whenever cameras gets- are there, it's not genuine. Like the cameras are there. So he gets a FaceTime call from MJ who's like sitting on a park bench somewhere by a weird fake looking lake. And she has cameras there as well. So we see them through the FaceTime, but they're both being filmed. And it's- Well, the only thing I can think of is maybe they didn't know. Like maybe they just, this could be true though. Maybe like Reza was told the cameras will be here. We're filming something. And then maybe the cameras were on MJ's side and they said, "You like, we'll set this up. Like, maybe it was a setup. We don't know. But the thing is- I can only hope. It was so weird because at the end, so they they had this call and I mean, they didn't really, nothing really happened other than that they both were like upset and saying they want to move forward, whatever. But at the end, Reza's like, thanks for calling. This was such a nice surprise. And I'm like, you have cameras in your house. Well, right. He was like a and pleasant, pleasant, pleasant surprise. And I was and like... they haven't been filming... I mean, they haven't filmed in like a year. So it's like... Well, maybe that's why I'm thinking it could have been like a, a surprise in that sense. Like he knew something was going to happen. He knew, but he wasn't expecting it to be MJ. Like, I don't know. But I, I after all like, this time, we still don't know if they're friends. After that reunion, if they... Even if they did kept keep it vague. I don't know what, how he would think it was about anything else besides him and MJ. I know. Imagine they were like, okay, Nima's going to call you. He'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, Destiny's <laughs> going to call you. You're just going to talk shit for a minute. Um, I Okay, it is crazy to me that we are in, um, you know, it's pandemic times. Cases in California are scary. I don't know exactly the timeline of this, but if they filmed that scene four weeks after the reunion, it must have been pretty recent. I would say probably in 
this month in July. Mm-hmm. And it's just so funny to me that they had production crews get back up and running, or maybe they were small crews. I don't know, but it's like to film this little vignette of them calling. I know. Well, I don't know. Cause MJ was outside. So they, she had that going for her. So, um, and then Reza could have been like one person. Like you never know. It was funny to see actually, um, she was sitting on the bench and there were people like walking and biking and stuff in the background that you could see were wearing masks. And it's funny because that's the first um, footage we've seen on any Bravo show that's been like filmed during, during the pandemic, pandemic yeah. time. So it's funny to see, I mean, thinking about any show that's been filming in the last few months, that's probably what it's going to be like where there's like people in masks and, you know, social distancing stuff. So it's interesting to get like a little sneak peek at that, but it was just a strange way because I don't know. I'm trying to think of another show's reunion that incorporated like new real footage like that. And I don't know. I feel like it's happened one other time where they do so, or maybe it wasn't a reunion. It was part, it was at the show, like part of the show, like right. the finale or something. Cause I feel like we have seen it. I just can't think right now, like what it was, but it almost where, like we had me- a FaceTime. It almost reminds me of last season on Beverly Hills on the finale when they like went back to Lisa Vanderpump's house and she was just like chilling at her house. And basically it was like her like being done. But like, obviously that's different because she wasn't talking to the rest of the cast. But I, it's, right. I don't know. It's, this whole reunion just kind of like left a weird taste in my mouth of like, okay, I guess, I guess it's But that's over. even how Andy seemed. He was like, all right, great. Like... Oh, yeah. Let's see if I talk to you guys again in the future about like a new season. It's just, I feel like this kind of worked out for them in a way because from a viewer's perspective, we didn't know if they were going to be doing a new season. And now pandemic, they're like kind of pushing it off even more. They're like, oh, good. Like this is happening. We don't need to worry. This isn't our first priority is getting like Shaz's sunset up and running again. It's going to be really interesting because obviously there are some housewives shows and stuff that have been doing filming recently. Atlanta's starting to film. Dallas has been filming. So, you know, like those shows, clearly they're trying to keep, you know, as close to a schedule as possible, but with, with shows like Shaw's and Southern charm and stuff like that, it's like, they don't really have like a clear schedule anyway. So it's Mm -hmm. like, who knows? you know, what's going to, because obviously they can't, they're not just going to have every show that got delayed premiere at the same time. So it's going right. to be interesting to see kind of like what takes priority and what they try and get get together first after things kind of open yeah, up. Yeah, I think that they might be trying so hard to get Reza and MJ to stay friends because they need them for the show. as <laughs> like the backbone yeah. of the show. But I mean, anyway... If I they mean, do another season sense. of that show, they would have to have Reza and MJ because, th- I mean, that's the that's the one storyline that people actually. Did you also not think about. it was weird that Tommy didn't make an appearance at all? I think he would have been too heated like to be there, but I do mm-hmm. think because Adam was there, it was weird that Tommy wasn't there. But anyway, speaking of that with the pandemic, Kate Chastain also said regarding Below Deck that that's one of the hardest shows to like. Absolutely. Now do however. I agree because it's in close quarters. Like, that's horrible. But if everyone, including the um, the cast and, like, the charter guests are tested before they go on, like, 
I don't know if it would be the craziest thing. I personally wouldn't do it, but I know there are people out there that would, which is probably why they're not doing it. I think the pro- I think probably the biggest issue, I think the crew would be fine, but with the charter guests that are traveling. Getting off, yeah. Because if you've, I mean, if you've flown internationally, regardless of where they filmed the season, yeah, Americans might not even be allowed to go there right now, and then they would have to quarantine. I think it's just tough because you have a new set of guests going on the boat every few days. I know. Maybe I'm just sad because like, I'm. I'm glad that we it. still we still have probably half the season of Below Deck Med left to go, but it's gonna be. I don't. I mean, I don't think they've filmed regular Below Deck next season yet, so. Well, you know what we can always do? We can have a, a fun... I just thought of this. This idea just popped into my head. We could do a review of each Mary-Kate and Ashley movie. Oh, my God. That is um, that is an idea. I will say there's no bad ideas in the brainstorm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Barry, because Shaz is finally coming to an end, we'll do who's your number one of the season. I don't even know if it really makes sense to choose. Of the season. I'll just say Destiny because I like her energy and I like the way she said Andy June about 55 times in last night's episode. But honestly, I don't know if anyone really deserves a number one designation this season. Yeah, at this point for me, it would be Baby Shams and Baby Elijah because like they're the babies. That's as good a choice as any. Yeah, like, and you know what? Thank God they're happy, healthy, adorable babies. But if I had to choose, God, this is hard because, like, there's so much fighting on every end. But I I have one. I will give my Bravo Leb of the week, of this season, to Reza and MJ's friendship of 30 years. Okay? 30 30. Oh my God. That is what I'm doing because it is a beautiful thing. They're working on it. They're like not letting go of it. So here's okay. hoping. That's fine. Um, Thank I'm you. So, I'm so excited. Next Monday, we will have a brand new episode of Real Housewives of Potomac to talk about. And, you know, it is the little things in 2020 to get excited yeah. about. And this is a big thing. So yeah. Surprise, okay. guys. Welcome back to our Monday episode. This is our first Monday episode in a while. It's going to be a fun season. The the premiere, I will say, I have already seen it, and it is exciting. So, yeah. Uh, Thanks, guys. Today. Thanks, guys, for listening. (laughs) We will be back later this week with all our other shows to talk about. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.